it's always a good day to go paddling. And I am joined by my favorite paddle sport lady, and that would be Sue Audette from the Columbia Canoe Club at Mansfield Hollow State Park. And she's also got a guest this morning, which she'll talk about in a moment or so here. But let me start with Sue. Always good to get you back on the radio, Sue. And uh, what's uh, kayaking weather been like so far this spring for the folks in the Columbia Canoe Club? Well, good morning, Wayne. Um, I want to apologize to your listeners. My spring allergies make me sound a little different than I usually do. Oh, you sound great, Sue. (laughs) Thank you. I miss being there, though. I always love to see your face. This is strange to be on the phone instead. I got a face made for radio, Sue. (laughs) We won't go there, okay? We won't go there. Um, Well, like everything else this spring, it's been lousy, (laughs) frankly. um, I do expect a a real... um, onslaught this weekend though with these beautiful temperatures but i want to remind everybody out there that no matter what kind of craft you're in on the water life jackets must be on i think some people think that if the weather's nice you don't have to have a life jacket on state law requires that jackets be on till may 31st so i believe may 30th rather may 30th and uh, uh children 12 and under have to have them on all the time so please remember to wear your life jackets the water is cold uh, despite the fact that it's sunny out there, that water is still uh, cause some hypothermia. So please be sure to wear your life jackets and be careful out there. A really good idea. And when you get weather like we've had really for most of the week, but the last two days, Wyndham Airport right next to Mansfield Hollow Lake has had gusts nearly 40 miles an hour. For the uninitiated, I think the paddlers know this, but tell the folks what it's like to be out there paddling when the wind is that high. Well, it could be really crazy. Uh, it's, it tends to resemble the ocean rather than anything else. The wind's pretty strong out there. What's really unique about the hollow is sometimes if it is a windy day, if you paddle on one side of the lake, it's awful. If you get to the other side of the lake, it's pretty calm. So depending on what direction the wind is going, and I, I'm not um, the weather forecaster that you are that would know exactly which winds cause that uh, phenomena, but you can indeed go to one side versus the other on some days. But the kind of wind we've had lately, I wouldn't want to be out there. So, Sue, tell me what's new in 2022 with the Columbia Canoe Club at Mansfield Hollow State Park. Well, like everybody else right now, we all love being outside, and the Columbia Canoe Club has offered that to many people. First off, I'd like to let the listeners know that it's not in Columbia. It's at Mansfield Hollow State Park. Our history goes back to Columbia Lake and Mrs. Pat Murphy, who began the club. But we've been at Mansfield Hollow now since the early 80s. Um, We have a beautiful boathouse over there and about 70 craft within the boathouse. Our members can use those boats, and they come and go as they please, mostly kayaks um, of all different shapes and sizes, so that pending your skill level, uh, pending your size, you can choose something that you're very comfortable in. We have an orientation coming up this Saturday, as a matter of fact. I'll be meeting everybody at the gate um, we have a, a road that's right off of Mansfield Hollow, uh, right off of Bassett's Bridge, rather, that leads to the hollow. Um, there is a new parking lot as you come up over Bassett's Bridge Road and under the power lines that's on the right-hand side. That's also the area that leads to our building. So I'm going to be meeting there uh, with people that are interested in joining at 9 o'clock on Saturday, this Saturday. So what exactly does being a member of the Columbia Canoe Club mean? Is there a membership fee? Do you get to the use of boats? Things like that. There is a membership fee. It's very inexpensive for what you get. Um, it's $65 for an individual, 85 for a couple, and 110 for a family. 
what they get is the opportunity to go out and paddle as often as they choose. Um, we live within the park uh, designated hours, which is uh, daylight um, ending at dusk, and our members can go down to the club and they can choose a boat out of the boathouse and go down and paddle. We also offer a variety of uh, lesson nights, and some fun nights are scheduled this, this season. Um, we have a website that they can check things out. It's columbiacanoeclub.weebly.com. Weebly is spelled W-E-E-B-L-Y. That's our hosting uh, group. So it's columbiacanoeclub.weebly.com, and they can see everything about the club right there. Sue Audette, who sold me my kayak and who taught me how to kayak. We went out on the lake there back about 2004, whatever year that was. Speaking of that, if you are a member of the Columbia Canoe Club, do you give lessons for the first-timers? Maybe someone wants to join the club but has never kayaked before. Well, last year was was kind of a tough year on all of us. Um, I was laid up for a good part of the year, so I wasn't out there very much to be able to do the kinds of things that I like to do. But this year looks like it's going to be different. And, yes, we will be offering lesson nights to our members so that we're sure that they know what they're doing when they're on the water. Um, we also give instruction when they start to be sure that they understand how to hold a paddle correctly and certainly how to get in and out of the clubhouse and take care of our our um, inventory to make sure that it lasts for years to come. All right, so that's the paddle sport part of our morning show. But, Sue, I have it on good authority that you are a fan of doo-wop music. Would that be correct? <laughs> that is. <laughs> Very much so. Um, doo-wop, I, I, I had an older brother who was very much into music and played it all the time, and I think I was singing along with the songs as early as I went, when I was six. What amazes me is to this day when something comes on, I can still sing every lyric, every song, every word, um, and, and it just sticks with you. It's just a, a music that makes you feel good and uh, doesn't go away. It doesn't go away. And I hope that your listeners out there will join us at the Elks uh, Lodge this May 21st, just a couple weeks away, where we're hosting a night of doo-wop with two great groups, um, an acapella group called Street Magic and another group called Billy D and the Rockets, who will uh, both bring us those songs that we all can sing to and feel good about. And we also have a special guest. Not that you aren't special, Sue, but a guest to talk about that. Why don't you introduce Bob? Yes, I'd like to introduce my friend Bob Pepic. Bob's a fixture at the Elks Lodge. He's been with us for years, and he's even a, a, a greater doo-wop fan than I am. Um, I'd like to introduce you to Bob. Bob, you can tell them all about doo-wop and maybe uh, some of the things that you've been into. Bob? Yes. How you doing, Sue and Wayne? <laughs> Better now that we get to talk doo-wop. Give me your background, Bob, about what it was that turned you on to doo-wop in the first place. The music and the harmonies and the different harmonies in the and with the groups. Uh, you got harmonies like Dan and the Belmonts um, and a few other groups that were back very popular in the 50s and 60s. Doo-wop goes back to... Uh, what originally it was rhythm and blues, and uh, it started coming forward in the late 40s, starting in the early 50s, and there was groups like the Five Satins. Uh, out of New Haven, Connecticut. Out of New Haven, 
Connecticut. They recorded in the church basement. And um, and he just, uh, Fred Paris, who was the leader of that group, just passed about a year ago. But Duop uh, is very, very strong music, and we're trying to keep this music alive. So, Bob, what role will you have at this event coming up on Saturday the 21st at the Elks? What was that, Wayne? What role will you have? Will you, will you be, like, uh, like, on stage for this event? Yeah, I'll probably MC, bring the groups up on stage. Um, you're not going to hear me sing. I, <laughs> I, I sing Please. Off to the side. All right, so you mentioned the two groups. Tell me more about them. Uh, Street Magic is an a cappella group out of Boston, Mass. And they also, they sang the national anthem at Fenway Park. But they are a very strong a cappella group. Uh, there's five gentlemen, and um, they do some a cappella that I've never seen before. I seen them about 10 years ago, and I thought, my God, it's, it's tremendous. You think there was a full 10-piece orchestra behind them. Thing. Which, if I could interrupt for just a minute, Bob, one of the interesting things is when I was reading about both of these groups, and so often one of the things I think is so unique about um, doo-wop groups is that so many of them were street kids that just got together and, and found something that they loved and made it more beautiful by, by putting their voices together. Um, uh, that amazes me to think that so many of them were so young and yet could get together, whether they had um, church background or not, um, in the case of the of um, the Street Magic group, they're all from Boston. And as I was reading bios, many of them have really strong musical backgrounds. One gentleman, Robert Gennari, actually went to the Ingo Conservatory for music when he was seven years old. Seven years old for piano, um, and that's amazing to think that you know he had that kind of musical talent as early as that. And a couple of the others either had family members that already had doo-wop groups that were singing or musical groups that were singing, or they themselves went to a musical academy. Um, and that's kind of unusual with doo-wop groups because so many of them were just street kids, so to speak. And, Bob, you'll also have Billy D and the Rockets. What's their story? Billy D is a uh, group also, uh, some of them are out of Boston, Boston and New Hampshire. But Billy D started his group uh, about, about 10 years ago, and they're a uh, full orchestra uh, group with a band. Uh, Billy likes to take older instruments and revive them and use them in his group. Um, to give you a good example is he found an electric guitar, so uh, a steel electric steel guitar, so he's going to, hopefully he's going to bring it out at this show and have his girl sing Pineapple Princess, which was a song by Annette Funicello, <laughs> which had steel guitars in it. Safe to assume that people will be dancing to the doo-wop music at the Elks on May 21? Yes, they will. They'll be dancing. There'll be a dance floor. Um, We'll have 
We have a we cash have, bar and food available as well. Right. And we also have uh, the two gentlemen that started the New England Doop Society coming down to uh, make an appearance. And that's Bop and Bob and Gary the Doop Kid Jones. <laughs> and they will be here uh, Saturday. They're, they're very instrumental in me being uh, part of this Doop Society. Well, they often call me Speedo, but my real name is Mr. Earl. Sue, that song was done by the Cadillacs. You have a story about the Cadillacs? I do, I do. Um, when I was in college at, at Eastern, um, and I was dating my husband at the time, he had a cousin, Gary, who was very much into music. Gary was a drummer. And he, both of them, all of us, would go to the Rock Garden very often. Uh, the Rock Garden was a... Uh, a uh, bar down in, on Main Street, and it was very, very popular, and, and they brought in a variety of different musical groups. Well, one weekend, they brought in the Cadillacs, and Gary was sure that we had to go, so certainly we did, and we enjoyed listening to them all night long. They were fantastic, and Gary got to know them a little bit better during the night, and I guess he talked to them. Well, afterwards, uh, we, we all went home. Uh, I guess, I, I don't know if we drove or ourselves, but anyway, we went back to our apartment, my roommate and I, went to bed, and about 2 o'clock there was a banging on the door, and I couldn't imagine what the heck that was going on. I hated to answer it, but I did. When I opened it, there was Vinny, my husband-to-be, um, and Gary, and with him were the five Cadillacs, and they had uh, two dozen eggs, and they also had a couple pounds of bacon. They apparently had wanted to go to Bill's Number 7, which was a breakfast place in town owned by Joe Corsi, Joe was, was uh, kind of an interesting guy. He ran the, the outfit all by himself at night. And if something wasn't going well, it wasn't unusual for him to just close the place down and throw everybody out. And apparently that night, that's what happened, because the group had planned to go with Gary to, to have breakfast there. So there was no place in town for them to have breakfast, and they were hungry. So they ended up coming to my apartment, all the five guys with Vinny and Gary, and I made breakfast for the Cadillacs. So there's my claim to fame. And I'll bet we'll hear some Cadillacs music at the doo-wop concert at the Elks on May the 21st. And then, right after that, you got a car cruise coming up. Sue, do tell. Actually, the car cruise is this coming Monday, the uh, 16th, I believe. Um, the Elks sponsors a classic car show um, the third Monday of every month throughout the summer. Um, we're really proud of the event that we hold. We have uh, at least, I want to say, close to uh, 90 cars that usually show up um, of all different vintage. Um, this Monday, we'll, uh, we'll, I'm sure, see the same. The weather's looking very good. There's no charge for the participants. There's no charge for spectators. So anyone can come down to the Elks parking lot on 198 Pleasant Street and join us for, for that enjoyable event. Look close at the cars, get to talk to the owners. Many of them have great stories, and they show pictures of the restoration of their vehicles. Um, I think everybody would really enjoy it. So that's always the third mon Monday of every month throughout the summer. And lastly, the doo-wop concert at the Elks on May 21st. How can people get tickets for that, and will they be available at the door? Um, I believe they will be available at the door, but we also have them to be sure that you're not boxed out and you can get a table. Um, they can get them at the uh, club site right on 198 Pleasant Street. Come right up to the grill room at the club during our hours. Um, they can also get them online. We have a, um, a posting online, 
at www.eventbrite.com. Eventbrite is spelled E-V-E-N-T, event, bright, B-R-I-T-E.com. If they get on that Eventbrite site, which many people are familiar with for tickets, all they have to do is search a night of doo-wop, and our site will come up with tickets. There's a small handling fee of 3 or $4. I think it's a great way to get tickets. Doo-wop concert at the Elks on May 21st and at the Elks starting Monday and the third Monday of each month of the summer. It's the car cruise nights as well. Bob, Sue, thanks for catching up with me this morning. Good stuff coming up. Oh, it's always great to talk to you, Wayne. The doo-wop man, Bob Pepic, along with Sue Audette from the Columbia Canoe Club on 14 WILI Willimantic and 95.3 FM.